this is Slip and the Man. Where we bring you the biggest topics, we bring you the biggest news, we bring you the jokes, we bring you thoughts, we bring you notes, opinions, outlook, viewpoints, and beliefs. What is going on, y'all? Happy to be here on this Saturday. We got a lot to get into today, man. How you feeling today? I'm feeling great. A lot of juicy topics today. Oh my goodness. Football is back. Football. Can you feel it? Oh, I can feel it. Kill <laughs> my goodness. This is what we've been waiting for for uh, quite some time now. That like, I actually didn't realize how difficult it is to talk about sports when there is no football, even though there's other stuff going on. It just isn't interesting. I don't know why that's become that way, but football's here. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to get into some of the rookie talk. We're going to get to some of, like, who's the favorite. And, of course, with a, a month left um, in, this, in this baseball season, we're going to end with a little bit of baseball. But did you see that hit that Justin Fields got hit with today? Was that today or yesterday? It was today. Today? You think that should have been a flag? Uh, I do not. I do not. I mean, what's going on with this game? I mean, they are... Um, they, they're, it's just a fact that they are just trying to protect quarterbacks and uh, this concussion protocol stuff. But really, when you sign up for the game, you know it is a contact sport. It has been going on for years now. You know, it's you can't. I mean, the, the players are getting into, in my opinion, when they when they play the game. So <clears throat> you can't just tear down the game and just pretty much make it to flag football or two hand touch like it seems like it's getting to. Yeah, we really have to wonder where football is going to be in a, in a few years because I thought it was a good tackle. Um, Justin Fields was not hurt. Um, and at some point, you can't keep making defense impossible to play. It's a two-sided game. You can't just keep benefiting the offense, and that's kind of where it's going. And that's why you get these rookie quarterbacks and these teams drafting these rookie quarterbacks and playing them right away because they feel like they can get away with it. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I understand it's preseason, don't get me wrong, but, yeah, I mean, hey, it's still football, it's still a game, it's still live action. I understand mm-hmm. a lot of players probably aren't mm-hmm. giving their 100%, besides the guys trying to make positions, yeah. but the starters already know that they're, um, you know, solidified in their positions and starters, but still, exactly. you, you can't, you get hurt easier, get, you usually get hurt when you actually don't give 100%, so. That, yeah, I, I think we both know that. Yeah. That, hey, I was always to give 100 or give zero. I'm either going all the way or I'm not doing anything at all. Absolutely. Um, but this brings us to the actual point of the conversation that Justin Fields had some good, he's also had some bad. Um, which of these rookie quarterbacks do you think is going to have the best season from what you've seen thus far? That's, it's kind of tough to depict that in a way because, like, what are the teams, you know, some like Justin Fields, he has Andy Dalton ahead of him right now. You got Trey Lance, he's got Garoppolo ahead of him right now. Um, Trey, Trevor Lawrence, like, he is a solidified starter. He's going to probably start mm-hmm. the season. So yeah. that gives Lawrence an advantage in a way to get more playing time, but. I think as if we're looking down into the season, because we've seen a lot of Tua last year came in like the sixth week, I believe, and took over the starting job. Um, I the best one out of him, in my opinion, is uh, definitely Trey Lance. The way he looks as a quarterback, so I'd, I'd go with Trey Lance. My goodness, I mean, there's only one person that I feel like we've seen make that throw in the past three years, and that's. That's Patrick Mahomes. It was that kind of throw. And I'm right there with you that, my goodness, Trey Lance is going to look good in Shanahan's offense? I mean, goodness gracious, he made Matt Ryan an MVP. That's right, and old Matty Ice. I mean, he he made, what's that other bum that was playing quarterback for San Francisco not too long ago? I know our man Cam could probably tell us. Uh, Um, Nick Nick Mullen. Nick Mullins, yeah, there we go. I mean, he made him look good. Yeah. What? 
Exactly. This dude is about to be out the league, and he made him look good. People were wondering if he was going to be the next 49ers quarterback. He's a quarterback's coach, man. Like, you know, you got Matt Nagy. Like, he's another good quarterback coach that I think a lot of quarterbacks want to try to play for because with his success, he's had with quarterbacks. But, I mean, obviously with Mitchell mm-hmm. Trubisky, he had an opportunity and blew it. But, yeah, right now, Shanahan is the guy, man, with his quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not going to be tough for Trey Lance to succeed in that offense Absolutely. because it's an offense that's set up to make quarterbacks look really good. Hell, it, it got Kirk Cousins paid. Right. So, I'm right there with you. Have you have, have you heard anything about Trevor Lawrence? No, not really. And um, the, what I did, you know, look up, you know, because I was trying to find like how he did because I did miss the game, um, his first start. In the preseason, but um, what I've seen, it was lackluster. Like, it wasn't anything special, you know. So, I mean, I know it is preseason. And I know it's early and it's his first game, but I mean, any, another thing you got to think about with Lawrence is you got a whole, you got a brand new head coach. You got Urban Meyer there now. Um, it, a team finished, you know, had the worst team last year. So, it's just one of those teams you go to with, those, with the first round pick, first overall pick. A quarterback going to a team that's just um, very mediocre right now or even subpar. So it's hard for a one player, especially a quarterback, to go into a system and just light it up. I mean, I guess one quarterback last year that did that was – actually, two. One was um, – and why can't well, – this is terrible. The Bengals. Why can't I not think of his name? Are you talking about uh, uh, Joe? Oh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow and, and uh, Chargers. Um Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert, Herbert. I mean, I don't know why that it was blank there for those two, but those because two because they're because they 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 they're no names. <laughs> yeah, really. Ain't nobody blaming you for forgetting yeah, those no true. names. They're honestly no names until they actually show yeah. us that they're they're going to be but, worth it to remember. But those two last year, I think, for those two teams, actually shown they showed a lot of. Uh, uh-uh. um, they 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 were good. They they um, Joe Burrow was running for his life and still playing his yeah. butt off. Justin Herbert showed that he can throw that ball. Exactly. And if he has the supporting cast around him, hey. Yeah, it's it's good that they can build around them. They got you know they got their yeah. foundation. Now it's time to build up the rest mm-hmm. of the house. So yeah, I I think in that sense, I mean Trevor Lawrence, I I do think he's an amazing quarterback. You know what, what we saw him in Clemson, but you know that jump from in the NCAA to NFL is massive and. Defenses are faster. Um, it's you know harder to read the defenses, get more advanced, and mm-hmm. so I, it's. I still think he's going to be great, but right now, just from the physical attributes and the way he looks, I think Trey Lance so far looks good. I, I think that's going to be an interesting and really good comparison. Will this class of rookies be better than last year's class? Um, whether in their first year or through the spectrum of um, of their careers. I think it's going to be very telling of what happens. Now, with Joe Burrow having the ACL uh, injury, um, it's going to be interesting to see how he bounces back from there. You know, I hope he recovers fully because he has some talent. Yeah. Um, but it, it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of talent in this class, and... It's crazy that we haven't heard that much from the guy that was the number one overall pick. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, that that is a big big point to that. Is yeah, usually those guys get all the hype. They're the ones talked about, but I mean, yeah. I mean, they're still tough. But he just you haven't just haven't heard much from him. Exactly, so it's pretty amazing. Yeah, um, and that kind of brings me back to where we started. If Justin Fields isn't able to beat out Andy Dalton, is that indictment of the coaching staff, or is that an indictment of Justin Fields? Because we we know exactly who Andy Dalton is. That that guy's not changing. We know what kind of quarterback Andy Dalton is. So who's that going to be on? That's a very good question. Um... I put it on the coaching staff. I, I was gonna say coaches as well because you can't put it on a, a rookie like that, um, and it, it it is come a tough situation in a coach because I understand it's you don't want to mm. your your rookie quarterback to the wolves out there, 
and his rookie year, still learning everything about the NFL. Because mm-hmm. you look at some of these quarterbacks, that it's set. What the perfect situation is when you have a veteran, an older quarterback, veteran, and you get, you draft a rookie quarterback. They get to sit and learn from one of the you know better quarterbacks in the league at that time, for maybe even a couple of years, a year or two, to learn the playbook, to, to learn all the ins and outs. So it is a tough situation, but I still put on the Bears coaching staff if that's the case because, I mean, Andy Dalton is no – he's definitely nothing special. The old red rifle. Yeah. All right, and and we, we see some people in the chat saying that the O-line's going to get fields killed. And then Nagy is coaching for his life. Yep. Or for his job, not his life. <laughs> but, like, if you're coaching for your job and you look at Andy Dalton – and say that's the guy that's going to save my job. You should be fired immediately. I agree. I agree. Immediately, like goodness gracious, getting him out of there. Like you got to see what Justin Fields is going to do. But hey, not if you're going to get him killed. Yeah. But the thing is, Bears have a defense. They have wide receivers, and they have a running back. There should be little excuse. If your if your O line is bad, set up some bootlegs and get get some quick throws there are ways to work around this but if you go into that season with your job on the line and you're not going to give justin fields a chance to show because the ceiling for justin fields is a lot higher than andy dalton's absolutely and quite frankly i think their floors are about even yeah i agree totally agree with that so i mean you know, hey, put this on the poll if you could. Uh, which which um which rookie QB is going to have the uh, best yield? Uh, we're going to have Fields, going to have Trey Lance, going to have Trevor Lawrence, and we're going to throw Mac Brown's bum ass on that list as well, <laughs> just so we can get zero percent. That's right. Does that? That's another question. If Mac Brown isn't able to beat out Cam Newton, what are they doing in New England? Exactly. Yeah. Cam, this is sad to see how Cam's just declined since that MVP yeah. and, and that Super Bowl yeah. appearance. And it just... I mean, you look at the things that he was doing. Since he came in the league, yeah. he was in the top five of, like, rushing touchdowns. Um, Or maybe not top five, but in, in terms of his usage and getting first downs and scoring touchdowns, his body was wearing down. I mean, this is the logical conclusion that you come up with um, when you when 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 that happens. I, I agree. And there's, it looks like there's that correction from an earlier. You said Mac Brown. It's Mac Jones. Mac Brown. Who is Mac Brown? Mac Brown's oh, the Mac, coach. Mac Brown's coach the, of the, the coach Tar-Hills. of the North Carolina. <laughs> the old guy. Goodness gracious. <laughs> hey, they all bums. Actually, Mac, Mac Brown's not too bad right now. He he did well in Texas. They shouldn't have boot, boot, booted him out. That see, that's how much I don't care about him. Mac <laughs> Brown Jones. That's what I'm talking about. Who that is? <laughs> Who that is? That's good. Oh my goodness! All right, I just put the uh, the options there, but out of those four, I think Trey Lance has the best chance of having the best season. I agree. I think the most talent out of all of them is Justin Fields. Yeah, he has more of the you know he's got that he got this more of the legs. He can and he has that. Pretty close to like a uh, like a Tua, like a Tua build, um, mm-hmm. and even a um, Jack Lamar Jackson in a way. Yeah, and he's got uh, he's got a lot of speed, man. Yeah. Now the thing is, we are um, we're not giving Trevor Lawrence enough credit because he was a baller in college. Yes, sir. And I think it's because he's playing for the Jaguars. Yeah. I think that goes a lot into, you know, people's um, opinions for sure. 
And, and do you trust Urban Meyer? Yeah, and that's the question mark. You got a brand new coach in there too, so you got a brand new quarterback and a brand new coach, and that's big questions are raised right away with that. No matter who mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I'll say this: it's a lot of talent that 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 was that's been drafted. Absolutely. Um, and we haven't even added in, um, old boy from BYU. That yeah. I don't want to say his name because I'm about to just I'm about to call him Zach Brown band. <laughs> Zach Brown band. Great um, band, by the way. It, it very good band from Georgia. Yep. A little bit of country fried. Cold beer on a Friday night. Now, before we get DMCA, what is that bum's name? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I feel bad. You said it, and I'm like, oh, hope you don't ask me because I don't know. I can't remember. And, and and that is indicative because he was the number two pick overall. Yeah. And we don't know his name. It's crazy. <laughs> what what am I to do? I mean, you know, I I'm here. I I'm a sports intellectualist and i don't know the second round pick or the second overall pick of the nfl draft oh, zach, wilson. zach wilson See, I, I, <laughs> yeah the first name right <laughs> that's how much i don't care about this guy that's how much i didn't care about him getting drafted second overall and you know where he went like, though, too that goes into it as well listen j-e-t-s mac brown zach brown all these damn browns <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, Zach Wilson, future bum. That's right. And the future is now. <laughs> <laughs> goodness it's gracious! The truth, it it yeah. I mean, like we haven't heard anything. And is this also a situation where is this guy actually talented, and is he just playing for the Jets? Yeah, I just think you know he's playing for the Jets. It's hard to be successful. Brown, well, Browns finally figured out a little bit. You know, you know Baker is pretty mediocre, but that was another team like that. You go, you drafted the Browns. Oh boy, you know, here we go again. And that's what the Jets are now turning into. <laughs> Just oh the, my goodness! The roulette of quarterbacks every year. Um. So we have breaking news in the chat. Zach Wilson's mom is hot. Oh, that changes things. So that 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 changes absolutely nothing. <laughs> changes things for me. Uh, all right then. Hey, I ain't hating on you. Now, I'm taking if Miss Slip is oh, is out that's, there. That's right. It's nothing for me to be bothered with. <laughs> I had to test you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll let you have that one. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> Goodness gracious. But it it's it's it is fun that like there's so much talent. Um and we're just talking about rookie QBs and, and partially second year QBs that there's a whole other class of QBs that really make this thing interesting. And when I was thinking about this question of is there a favorite to win the Super Bowl this year? I don't think there is. Um, you can you can say Kansas City, and I think Kansas City is definitely in that top tier um, class of teams. But the way they got beat in last year's Super Bowl made them mortal. Yeah. And when you make a team mortal like that, you go into this season, and you're like, I don't know about them. If you could get if you could get after um patrick mahomes and just like just like brady in 07 and 11 yankees can can definitely um talk about this that when you can rush a quarterback with four people it really defeats what that team can do yeah i totally agree and now you have the whole offseason of that super bowl of them looking mortal that these teams are looking at, that mm-hmm. their opponents are going to be looking mm-hmm. at, they have a long time to digest that and figure things out as well, which will be interesting mm-hmm. this year. How the teams, yep. their opponents, come into the games facing like what they they're going to try to same recipe. Um, they have a, it's going to be tough for Kansas City now after seeing that it being yeah. that overmatched in that Super Bowl. Yeah, if if you're able to rush the quarterback with four people, you have shown that you can do anything you want 
in that back seven. Mm-hmm. And it, it just makes it that much more difficult. Um, but how many teams are actually going to be able to do that? The Bucks have essentially their whole team coming back. And as usual, Brady's going to get doubted because father time does not lose. Absolutely. It, it, it is inevitable. And when will that hit Brady? We thought it was going to hit last year, and it kind of did. A little bit. Because it, if you notice in that first game, he threw a pick six that was a, a, a comeback route to outside of numbers. He didn't throw that, that pass again the rest of the year. No. And there's a reason for that. He can't make that throw. Yeah, he knows but that. There, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's plenty of other throws that he can make. Exactly, and that's what he, he you, know, you work with that, and he's such, that's mm-hmm. why he was one of the best. He, he can figure out what he's good with, and he's going to still tear you apart mm-hmm. with that. He, he's got to play with your strengths in anything you do. And mm-hmm. that's what he he knows he can do still. And yeah. he's always in the best shape, though. He's one of the best with yeah. his age. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, his... Absolutely ridiculous. What what he has been doing is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, he's doing something right. Absolutely. That may, maybe people should be following his plan. I agree. Because that's, as much as I hate Tom Brady, I mean, I just, I respect mm-hmm. him. But, yeah. you know, it's just, yeah. you, can't, you can't knock him on that. Mm-hmm. For sure. There, and there's so many other teams that you think is capable of being great. You have former MVP um, Lamar Jackson, and Baltimore's still going to be good. You have the Steelers, who re-up their running back. They have a lot of talent on defense. Big Ben is still there. Their wide receivers are good. They're going to be back. Is Cleveland going to be able to be good again? And that's on Baker, too, mainly on mm-hmm. Baker. Because their defense, and they added Clowney, another edge rusher uh, on the mm-hmm. line. So you got Garrett and Clowney. But Clowney has some injury history. But still. Yeah, but still it, good. It, it's, it's more it's on this force. year. It's on Baker, mainly. And yeah. if he can play like he did last year, I mean, it's just, can he stay consistent? Is this just a big mm-hmm. test for him this year? Can he be consistent to last year? Yeah. If he can, then then he'll get some respect his name at the end of the year this year be like okay i think mm-hmm. the browns finally have a quarterback he's looking like the you know the face of the franchise has a quarterback for him yeah that's i think it's, it's a lot of pressure on baker this year yeah and is josh allen gonna be better or is he gonna regress that's uh, because his completion percentage was always terrible throughout his his like high school and college and this year it took a 10-point jump, or this past year it took a 10-point jump, there has to be some regression. Yeah. But will that regression be uh, not as much to where he's not going to go back to a guy that's like, hey, why is he here? Or the buzz Bills still going to continue to get better because their defense is absolutely nasty. They can get after you with four. They have great wide receivers, even if they have an anti-vaxxer. That's probably going to catch COVID and probably miss some time. Um, they have good running backs. That is going to be another good team. I agree, and I think their their defense will will save him, but that still doesn't answer like let Allen off the hook of is he going to be? I still think he's definitely the guy. I think he will bring a Super Bowl in the future at some point for the Bills. It, with as long as he can do it in the next five years with the defense for the most part, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely possible. But then again, like we haven't had a small sample size with, and this could be a big regression year. And even if he does regress, can he get back to what he was this past year? It's just a lot to um, take in and, and evaluate. Mm-hmm. It, it it's definitely, and I mean, think about this: we're only talking about the AFC right now. Exactly. And we haven't even talked about the Titans. Yeah. We we haven't even talked about. Um, the West Coast teams. Is Indianapolis going to be good, even though probably not? Yeah. Um, now they, they got a, what, what's that guy from the oh, Eagles? Wentz. Kyle, Car- Kyle Wentz. Or, Carson Wentz. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Here we I, go. <laughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not going to go there. We're, we'll get banned if I if I say the things on my, my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. Um, but Indianapolis is a team that is consistently good. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a great defense. 
they have a good offense. They have a running game. They have wide receivers. And even with the mediocre quarterbacks, they were still doing well. Yeah. They were a playoff team last year, the contending mm-hmm. team, and they were tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you also got a team like Houston, yeah. who was bad last year, but hey, they have one of the better QBs in the league. If he's able to play. Yeah. It, it's so many question marks. Are the Chargers going to take that leap? Mm-hmm. And they, well, at, last year it showed that they definitely are capable of doing it, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's just, it takes, a, like, the defense. Um, they still have a playmakers on defense, but I think if it all comes together, they definitely are a team to look out. They were, they were definitely a dark horse this year at, mm-hmm. at, at the beginning of the season, for sure. Mm-hmm. At, you know, and then the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Like, is, is John Gruden actually a good coach, or did he just get pumped up by a good team um, from the Buccaneers that was actually Tony Dungy's team? Yeah. I mean, these are all questions that need to be answered and that make you feel like there really isn't any clear favorite. But if you also go to the NFC, there's so many teams. The NFC East is, you know, will they have a team that's over 500? Yeah. Possibly. Depends on Dak, honestly. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I don't want to get too much into our, our like football review because that's going to come up at some point. But there's so many question marks out there that there's no clear favorite, whether you're in the AFC or the NFC. There's some really good teams, but there's no clear favorite. Yeah, and that's... I don't know who you put money on if you had to put money on somebody. I, I, I feel you there. And that's the one good thing about going into this season, as like any sports fan, the uncertainty of who's you know going to win it. Like NBA was bad for a while with with the Warriors and Cavs every year, and then it kind of just the excitement isn't as there as much when you have that. There's two powerhouse teams that are just you know are going to be there. When there is that uncertainty, that it makes it makes the season a lot more. Um, enjoyable, especially at the beginning of the year, a lot more excitement going into it, mm-hmm. the unknown. So I mm-hmm. think that makes this year, it's going to be a, a real fun year for sure with that, just knowing the uncertainty of what's going to happen. I mean, there's anything can happen, in it, you know. Uh, I mean, e- even even uh, the NFC South is a toss-up. The Saints don't have a QB. No. Uh, the Carolina is depending on a a failed Jets quarterback. Matt Ryan may or may not be good this year. And and then Tom, you got Tom Brady. So, you know, you got those. But then you you got probably the best QB or, you know, one of the top five QBs on a team that has a top five running back and has a top five wide receiver in the Green Bay. And, like, you're still wondering if they're going to be good because of all these things um, that happen with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Definitely, it's it, it, NFC. I feel is weaker in that sense of teams of the hat like uh, of the competition of it, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's still. I mean, you got the Aaron Rodgers, the Bra- Tom Brady, you still got Russell Wilson out there. Yep. And that's another thing we got to talk about the NFC uh, West. You know, you got so now you have the Forty ers now. Mm-hmm. They could be a dark horse this year. And you got. I still feel like the Seahawks will probably be, they're always either first or second. They're always in the contention, it seems. But, hey, how long is that going to last? Because I feel like Wilson, um, what are they going to do with Wilson here? They did resign um, Jamal Adams to a big contract, big extension. Um, mm. So their defense, try to get that back to the uh, yeah. region of boom, what they once were. Because that's what made them back then and the reason they won championships. But, I mean, but also that at, at some point they have to get away from the Legion of Boom. They do. That, that was something that is a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Like you don't have that many. Like if you look at their draft picks and the talent that they got out of those draft picks, you don't have drafts that are better than that. No, you just don't. Nope. One of one of the you will we will look back and look at that Richard Sherman draft as one of the greatest drafts by any team ever. Yeah. And you can tell by the rise and how everybody else got paid from that. 
Like, you just don't see that. And and they would possibly still be up there if everybody didn't want to get paid. But once again, the, the formula to winning is a cheap quarterback that's outplaying his contract, a cheap defense, and in a running game. If you have those three things, and, and that, that's really tough to have. But that, that's the formula. It, it sure is. And it's just tough to sustain. Because then at some point, that quarter, that mediocre quarterback is going to want paid. And then that mm-hmm. changes everything for the rest of your team. Your, well, that outperforming quarterback. That outperforming is what I meant, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what you think is a mediocre quarterback, but is really mm-hmm. could be could be elite or close to it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, put this on the poll. Uh, will the NFC East have a team over 500? Yes or no? That's a good one. Yeah. But it, it is... It's going to be... It's going to be really good. Um, I, I'm really excited about this NFL yeah. season. And Me I can't too. wait to go to this uh, this this NFL review once we like really dive deep into this and actually get into our local teams, which how are you feeling about your local team? I mean, I'm feeling pretty good for what I've seen so far in the preseason thus far. I mean, they're undefeated. Um, and right now what I'm seeing from their first round pick, Najee Harris is looking good. He's making the big thing with him was like, okay, is he going to be able to be able to catch out of the backfield and mainly just be able to, run with that line, that offensive line, mm-hmm. which is the biggest question for the Steelers right now is their offensive line. Mm-hmm. And that's what was like one a lot, like the worst in the league last year, if not the worst running offensive lines. And the way he's looked so far, I mean, it is preseason, so you're not seeing the start starting defense all the time. But the way he runs and his, vers- mm-hmm. his versatility, if that's even a word, um, he reminds who he reminds me of, which is a good thing, is Le'Veon Bell. He oh, really? A little bit. He's he's more of a, and that's of the pass catching. He's not he, he leans more on being more built and being able to get some of those like, extra yards that Le'Veon mm. Bell might not have, but he still is like that's who he kind of reminds me of. Hmm. At least as um, what he can do. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. I'm just hoping that Kyle Pitts is good so it can put to rest this um <laughs> this conversation of if the Falcons should have drafted Justin Fields Kyle Pitts. I I just I just want him to be really good. And I think he will be really good. The things that I've seen um out of the clips that's coming from practice and the things and the talent that he did in college. I mean, it's that's what I'm that's what I'm really hoping for. Yeah, I think I think he's going to be good as well. I do. And then you look at the history of tight ends for Atlanta. I mean, of course, you had Tony Gonzalez, but also in recent that um, Hooper. Yeah, Austin he, Hooper. He was. I think Matt Ryan, when Matt Ryan's still at quarterback, he loves loves having a good tight end. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to help Pitts out. It's going to help. It's going to feed off each other. I'm having a great mm-hmm. tight end. You know how it is in fantasy drafts. You see Kelsey, George Kittle, and then just the rest are mediocre. Yeah. And that's just tight ends nowadays are hard to come by, that, or that big of a factor on a team's success. So I think I think he – it's going to be exciting watching him this year, for sure. Yeah, most definitely. All right, let's, let's get into a little bit of baseball talk. Oh, the final because... stretch. We have about a month and a week left in this baseball season. And even compared to the last time we talked, things have completely changed. Something that we 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 possibly couldn't expected was that the Braves might have had one of the better trade deadline acquisitions overall. Um, as they are four games um, in front of the Phillies for the division lead. Um, the Giants are still good. The Mets are looking absolutely terrible. Um, this final stretch is going to be absolutely amazing. What do you What do you see happening over this final five weeks? 
I see the Yankees overtaking first place. Ooh. In the AL East. I see. Overtaking first place over Tampa Bay as well? Yes, I do. Wow. The way they're playing, the way this their trade deadline looked like it's probably been the biggest success of any team so far. Wow. I and it, but you got to they have overcome adversity with injuries and covid now. Uh-huh. And they're still winning. And when they're at full strength, it's, I mean, they're scary. They're a scary team. And mm-hmm. we know what those guys, like a healthy judge and a healthy Stanton, if they can stay healthy the final stretch, I don't see why that wouldn't be obvious. So, I, I, I and their pitching staff, you still got Cole. And then Kluber will be coming back, hopefully. And if he comes back, that's going to bolster that rotation even more. So I, I, that's my real big bull prediction of the final that, stretch. That is a hot take. Put that on the poll. Will the Yankees win the the AL East? I, I think that's a great prediction. Um, it's a great take. Um, I don't know if that's going to be possible in the final five weeks. I think the Yankees do make the playoffs, but they're going to have to overtake um and, and battle some some pretty good teams to try to get there. Only four games um, back though. It's possible, but man, there's not a lot of time left. And Tampa Bay is is pretty damn good. They are, but hey, I, those last matchups that they have will be very exciting. Uh huh. Like th- just the ALEs in general, because. Don't yeah. have the Jays still fighting, but I think the Jays are now are outside looking in. I don't know if they really have a shot now, even making a wild card. But still. yeah, I, Jays have been kind of disappointing. Yeah, if, if we're going to be completely honest, they have a lot of talent, and they just they've they've been playing just decent baseball. Springer can't stay healthy. No, that's the biggest disappointment. A guy like that, they get a big, mm-hmm. a big name, and he just barely he's not even played it pretty much at all this year. Yeah. I mean, you you look at their their team. You have an MVP candidate in Vladimir. You have Marcus Simeon, who's playing like he was a couple of years ago when he was third in the AL in MVP voting. You have Bo Bichette, who's coming into his own. They have an outfield that can be matched up with a lot of good outfields out there. And they're playing like 500 ball. Yeah. It, and in, a, in a really tough division where they have three teams over them that you can say that, like, yeah, Boston may be better. I think the Yankees are clearly better than them, and I think Tampa's clearly better than them. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but they, they are, it goes back, they are young still. I think their biggest issue mm-hmm. is all their pitching. Yeah. They, they have yeah. they have the, their lineup set for the years to come. It's yeah. now you've got to build around and start bringing pitchers or find pitchers out that are going to, you know, at least be able to hold the leads, mm-hmm. be able to um, shut down some teams because that only an offense can only do so much. Yeah, yeah. When you're, when you're especially a bullpen, the bullpen can blow up a game. I mean, you look at obviously the the um, one of the best pitchers in the league, if not the best, uh, with Degrom. Even with his ERA, still his win loss is just off, and he teams can't hold a lead for him. Mm-hmm. So. And Catley, their bullpen is uh, their, their bullpen is 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 not good. They their their acquisition that they try to get is Brad Hand. If Brad Hand is the guy that you get to try to bolster your bullpen, you're not going to win games. That 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 just isn't what's going to happen. Um. You know, but we we look at other divisions. I think White Sox are clearly the the favorite in the Central. Um, and surprisingly, Houston. Yeah, you know, Houston may be top in their division. You know, A's are probably going to be there. But you know, who are your who who are your six teams making the playoffs out of? Um, or is it five teams? It's five teams, right? 
You got the five. two wild yeah, cards in the two three. Wild cards Who are your division? five teams that's making the playoffs in the AL? Okay. No particular order or? No particular order. Just okay. five teams that you think are going to make it. Rays, Yankees, Houston, White Sox. And I still think I have to go to A's, even though Seattle still has a shot. Mm-hmm. And even Blue Jays yeah. at that, but I, I just think the Athletics are good enough, and they they've made a couple mm-hmm. moves that I think they they're still I, consistent enough to stay where they're at. Yeah, I, I think those are my five as well. Um, you know, Boston has not shown any confidence since the All Star break, or since the trade deadline. I'd say um, their past two weeks have been absolutely terrible. Um, so it's. So it, it's it's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. So let's look at the other, the other um, league. Who are your five teams out of the National League that's making the playoffs? Okay. In no particular order. Okay. Dodgers, Brewers, Braves. As much as I hate to say it, the Phillies. Ooh, what other division am I missing? You're missing the division, or now it's just a wild card? I, I think you're, you're missing oh, no. you're missing a wild card, but I, I think you're going to trip up on yourself and you're going to see the mistake. And this is why I asked you this question this way. Oh shoot! Hold on. You're missing out on the, on possibly the best team in the in the National League. The Giants. You you weren't even thinking about the Giants. No, I wasn't. And I and they have consistently been good, and no one's given them any credit. Chris Bryant has played well over there. You know, I don't I don't say that to trip you up or anything, but it's no, like it's I, that I, crazy. I can't, I can't believe I forgot that. It, it's that crazy. You know, I I think, um, and this is a little bit of a homer in me, but I think it's definitely possible. I got. Braves, I have Brewers, I have Giants, I have Dodgers, I have Padres. I don't think Cincinnati has the pitching to hold themselves up to overtake in the wild card. If Tati stays healthy, I think that he can lead the Padres to that that second wild card. Um, The Dodgers are clearly um, the second best team. In, in the National League, if not the best team, but their record doesn't show. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that they're the best team with the Giants continue to to do well. Um, but like that that's who I have. It, it's gonna be very interesting because you you do have the Phillies on the outside looking in. You have the Mets on the outside looking in, particularly in the NL East. Yeah. And then you have Cincy on the outside looking in. And that's just about it. Everybody else has pretty much said, ah, y'all take it from here. The Cardinals aren't very good. No. Um, who, who else the, could The Reds be? have a chance. They're, they're like six. They're, they're in that few, you know? I think a few games out. But those are That's that bubble of teams that we're talking about. But I, I don't think since he has it. No. I mean, you can't. I think Joey Votto is going to slowly start to. He can't keep up what he's doing. I, he's just at that age where that's real difficult thing to do on offensively and they their pitching mm-hmm. isn't anything special yeah the, and, and and so it's it's really a situation of what what's really going to happen well since but, and san diego are tied actually second wild card oh they're now. tied now so now that kind of changes a little bit so these make things very interesting things are starting to bubble up but if you if we look at it right now, who's the better team, San Diego or Cincy? San Diego, easy though. But then okay. again, is Tatis going to stay healthy? Yeah. Do you? Who's better, um, Phillies or Cincinnati? Phillies. Really? I don't think Cincinnati's that good. Well, I There's... think I might agree with you when it comes to that. The, the... Um, but, they're not there yet. They're like they were a team that last play. They, they were rebuilding, and they're still in that stage. Mm-hmm. They're not there, like into that. They're, they're 
on the cusp, mm. and they're going to be next couple of years look like they're going to be more at the top of the division. But yeah. right now is I they're just not as good as Philadelphia. I just feel like has a better rotation, the um, better position players in there. But even I I still probably mm. take Cassianos over Harper to be honest with you. Oh shit! So, but which brings me to a certain uh, point of the MVP talk because lately Bryce Harper has been in the Bryce Bryce Harper has been in the um, MVP conversation, and I don't understand why. I can name three people off the top of my head who's been better than Bryce Harper. I can name Freddie Freeman. I can name Tatis. And I can name Max Muncy, who's not getting anywhere close to enough credit. And it's crazy um, playing for a uh, a team in that market, especially that big of a, a team, mm-hmm. the Dodgers, and how it just everyone since Harper's come up has just gotten all the spotlight. It's all about mm-hmm. Harper every single year. So I'm going to ask everybody in the audience, and if you're listening to this on podcast, whenever y'all listen to it, whether it's on Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts, if you're listening to it a day from now, a week from now, whenever. I want you to look up these stats and compare it. I want you to look at Bryce Harper's stats. And I want you to look at Austin Riley's stats. And tell me why Bryce Harper is MVP conversation. Because if you're not going to put Austin Riley in that MVP conversation, which I don't know, I, I don't think he should be. He, should, he maybe should get some like 10th place votes or something around there. But neither should Bryce Harper because they're having very similar years, and I think Harp, uh, I, I think um, Austin Riley has been a lot more impressive than Bryce Harper. So just because Bryce Harper has a good week, don't don't go putting him into the the um, the MVP conversation, especially when he just got swept by the worst. His team just got swept by the worst team in baseball. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with him one bit. I mean, Harper's just, in my opinion, he is just overrated and always overhyped, year mm-hmm. in and year out. And and I think his overhype doesn't give him enough credit because he is a good player. He is. But let let let's let's get let's be real. He should not be in the MVP conversation. At least not the top three MVP conversation. Absolutely not. not even because close. there's other players having similar years that you wouldn't even consider. And if I do a blind test of stats, you aren't going to put them in the same conversation. No, you wouldn't. Hmm. It's all about the name. All about the name. All right, I'm off my high horse. You ready to get (laughs) into the picks of the week? I'm ready. All right. Last week, Mitch went 2-0 and I went 0-2. I picked Mexico over USA in the, um, uh, was it the Gold Cup final? Um, And uh, USA overtook by Miles Robinson, Atlanta United player, um, in the the final minutes of that. That was a a really exciting game. And then we also picked the uh, Sunday night game. Um, I chose the Red Sox. You chose the Rays. Rays did beat the Red Sox. Um, That brings my record to 4-3 and and Mitch's record to 3-4. and Uh, we got a couple of interesting picks over um, this next week. Um, first is the Sunday night foot or this. It, we're not doing the Sunday night game. Uh, we are doing the Braves versus the Yankees on in a Monday night matchup of teams who are possibly on the hottest teams right now. Other than the Dodgers. I'm right there with the Dodgers, yeah. Um, and we have a, a matchup between Montgomery and Oscar Yanoa. Who do you have, the Braves or the Yankees? Braves are playing at home. Well, I mean, it would be wrong if I predicted what I predicted and I didn't pick them, so I have to go Yankees. You have to go Yankees. You know I'm going Braves there. I, I, I can't not go Braves there. And then we have, of course, um, football that's been kicking up. We're in the second league week of the Premier League, and we have a pretty exciting game at um, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time um, in the morning. We have the Tottenham Hotspurs playing the Wolves. I think that's an excellent matchup. Who do you have there? 
I'll take me some Tottenham Spurs all day. I'm gonna take the Wolves. Okay. Just because I I, I love that um, I love that guy Treyor. I think I hope I said his name right. But he was a dog a couple years ago, and and I really hope that he um, returns to form. All right. So we'll see how that goes. I'm on a heater, um, baby. <laughs> you are on a heater. I, I hope that gets broken up because I, I got to keep my league going. And now it's time to get into our Twitch clip of the week. What did we have this week? Who won? This week, and it was in recent days, Taco was he's out there getting got by Sorry. Came in into right. his chat, and let's see what happened. It is a good one. All right. Get ready to hit play, and here, let it roll. The homie Puddin' is on. Oh, is he? What's Puddin'? I don't know Puddin'. Is that his name right there, Puddin'? Let's go check out Puddin'. Let's try somebody new, Slip. I don't know Puddin'. My balls and oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> I thought pudding was you, bitch. I fucking hate you. Sorry. See, I was talking good about you. Oh my oh, goodness, uh, fucking ass, bitch! I was able to see, see that live, and it was sorry. absolutely the the best timing I I've seen out of any troll. If you are a troll out there, that is how you troll somebody. Not that other bullshit that y'all be doing. That's not funny. That. Yeah. Is how you troll somebody, exactly. and I'm happy that we we came back with a good Twitch clip of the week. And I'm just gonna like slowly, as it's pause, go in here. The best part of this is because he has his chat up, you know, on the side of him, and then like so as he's saying, it, and all of a sudden you just get over to it, and it just pops up right at the bottom of the screen too. Mm -hmm. Like it's just to see mm -hmm. it come, and it's just oh man, it's priceless. Yeah. Oh Goodness man. Gracious. Oh, that was a good one. Definitely a good one. All right. But this has been Slip in the Man, where we bring you the biggest topics and news to you, along with our jokes, thoughts, notes, opinions, outlook, viewpoints, and beliefs. We will see y'all later. Peace.